Bonjour et bienvenue à Coffee Break French. Welcome back to Coffee Break French. Now, in lesson 61, we're going to be looking at two very small words. These words are E, which is spelled Y, and EN, which is spelled E-N. And these are quite tricky words to use. We've come across them before, but in this lesson, we're going to be learning how to use them. I hope that you find this lesson useful. Alors, Anna, qu'est-ce que tu as fait cette semaine? Cette semaine, je suis allée en Allemagne. En Allemagne? Très bien, c'est pas mal ça. Alors, tu es allée avec qui? Je suis allée avec mon frère et ma sœur. Très bien. Et qu'est-ce que vous avez fait en Allemagne? Nous avons fait beaucoup de choses. Nous sommes allés à un concert. Un concert? Oui. De qui? De Morrissey. Ah bon? Vous aimez donc la musique de Morrissey? Euh, oui, nous aimons Morrissey beaucoup. Très bien. Ok. I hope everybody was following that. Anna's obviously been to Germany to a concert, uh, a Morrissey concert. Now, we were talking about what Anna had done in Germany. Qu'est-ce que tu as fait en Allemagne? Okay, what have you done or what did you do using the perfect tense? Now, I'm going to change this slightly and I'm going to ask Anna, Qu'est-ce que tu y as fait? Qu'est-ce que tu y as fait? Now, that E in there is a tiny little word. It's spelt Y, just Y on its own, and it means there. So, qu'est-ce que tu y as fait? What did you do there? So, Anna, qu'est-ce que tu y as fait? Okay, so do you want me to include E in my answer? Okay, try, yeah, if you can do that. Try saying, we did lots of things there. Okay, so would it be... Nous y avons fait beaucoup de choses. Très bien. Nous y avons fait beaucoup de choses. So the y comes before the verb. In this case, the auxiliary verb, avoir. Nous y avons fait beaucoup de choses. Now, in actual fact, y virtually always comes before the verb when you're stating a normal fact. For example, j'y vais tous les vendredis. What would that mean? J'y vais tous les vendredis. I go there every Friday. Yeah, I go there. J'y vais. In English, the there comes after the verb. But in French, j'y vais, J apostrophe Y, vais tous les vendredis. I go there every Friday. Now, in English, we sometimes don't translate the I. We could just say, I go every Friday. For example, je vais au cinéma tous les vendredis. I go to the cinema every Friday. J'y vais tous les vendredis. I go there every Friday. In English, we tend not to say I go there every Friday. We would just say I go every Friday. So E sometimes isn't translated. But it's a very useful word because it replaces something else. It replaces the place. And since the place is normally a noun, for example, the cinema or Germany, then E stands for the noun. It's therefore another pronoun. We've come across many types of pronouns so far in Coffee Break French. This time we're looking at the pronoun I. Let's put this to the test a little, Anna. 
I am going to give you some sentences here and I'd like you to listen to the sentence and then try to replace the place in the sentence with the pronoun I. Okay, it will come very straightforward. Let's begin with Je vais à l'école demain. So, can you replace the place in there with I? Okay, so you would say J demain. Exactly. So you're taking out à l'école, to the school, and replacing it with i, to there. J'y vais demain. Je vais à l'école demain. J'y vais demain. Okay, try another one. Nous allons en France la semaine prochaine. So, can you take out the place and replace it with i? Nous y allons la semaine prochaine. Nous y allons la semaine prochaine. Très bien. So, we're taking en France to France and replacing it with i. Nous y allons la semaine prochaine. And notice that we pronounce the s of nous y allons. Okay, the nous has the s pronounced here because it's followed by a vowel sound. Nous y allons la semaine prochaine. Okay, let's try another one. This time we'll do something in the perfect tense. What about... Est-ce que tu es arrivé à la gare à 10 heures? Can you try that one, Anna? If I can try it. Okay. <laughs> so, would it be... Est-ce que tu y es arrivé... Um, did you say ce soir? No, no? I said à 10 heures. À 10 heures? <laughs> Est-ce que tu y es arrivé à 10 heures? So, did you arrive there at 10 o'clock? So, est-ce que tu y es arrivé à 10 heures? Did you arrive there? And that comes before the auxiliary verb, which in this case is être. Okay, let's try one more. J'ai fait mes devoirs dans le jardin ce matin. Anna? So you would say, je y ai fait? Almost. You just drop the e or, or the, the letter e of je, so it becomes j'y ai fait. J'y ai fait mes devoirs ce matin. J'y ai fait mes devoirs ce matin. Okay, so just to, to go over that, je drops the letter e and it becomes j apostrophe y. J'y ai fait mes devoirs. J'y ai fait mes devoirs. J'y ai fait mes devoirs. Okay. So, I is replacing a place. Okay? Is that clear? Yeah? Yes. And you've also got to remember that that place sometimes isn't translated in English. It's just not said. That whole idea of j'y vais tous les vendredis. I go every Friday. As in, I go there every Friday. Now, before we leave I... I'd like to cover one other thing. And this actually came from an email that somebody sent us this week. At the beginning of most of the lessons, we say, Allons-y. Allons-y. Now, allons-y, we know just as a phrase that means, yeah, let's go. However, we now know that allons-y means let's go there. Okay, and that's another example of when we don't actually translate the e. We don't really say when we're about to start the lesson, let's go there. 
it sounds a little bit strange if we said, let's go there, where, where are we going? But in French, allons-y just means let's go. This E exists, but we don't translate it. So, allons-y. Allons-y. And exactly the same thing happens with the other type of imperative, that's the command form. If I say, vas-y. Vas-y. I'm really saying go there, but we don't translate the E as there. We would translate vas-y, or the polite form allez-y, as on you go. Just like allons-y means let's go, let's get to it. So, three other examples of the use of E. Allons-y. Allons-y. Let's go. Vas-y. Vas-y. Which means on you go in the informal form, the singular form, and allez-y. Allez-y. The formal or the plural form of on you go. Allez-y. Allez-y. Now, imagine the situation you're standing perhaps outside a shop and there's a few people wanting to get into the shop. If you stand back and let someone else in, you could say, allez-y, madame, allez-y, monsieur. Allez-y, madame, allez-y, monsieur. And that means on you go, sir, or on you go, madam. And it's very natural to use it there. But literally what we're saying is, go there, sir, go there, madam. It sounds a little strange when we translate it like that. So just get used to allez-y, vas-y, and allons-y. Okay, we're going to take a short break there, and we'll be back in just a moment. Now, if you'd like to get more out of your Coffee Break French experience, then you can sign up for the premium version of the course. And that includes video versions of each lesson, where you'll see the words and phrases on the screen of your device. There are lesson notes and also bonus audio episodes available to help you consolidate what you've learned in the main episode. You can find out more about the premium version of Coffee Break French at the Coffee Break Academy. That's at coffeebreakacademy.com. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Now, we can't talk about E without talking about the other small pronoun that is very often associated with E. And that other pronoun is EN. EN. Now, that's spelled E-N. EN. EN. And we already have encountered that word a number of times. For example, JE VAIS EN FRANCE. JE VAIS EN FRANCE. So it can mean in and it can mean to, but when it's used as a pronoun, it is another of these words that's not really translated and it's something that you just have to get used to using. Let's think of it in terms of food. If you want some bread, I could ask you, tu veux du pain? Tu veux du pain? Now I'm saying du pain, the partitive article that we've come across a number of times before. Tu veux du pain? Tu veux du pain? Now, if I'm holding the bread in my hand and I'm saying, do you want some bread? I could equally say, because Anna, you can see that I'm holding the bread in my hand. I could equally say, do you want some of this or some of it? Tu en veux? Tu en veux? So the en 
is referring to the bread. Do you want some of it? Okay, do you want some of this? Tu en veux? Tu en veux? And notice how it runs together with the tu there when you're singing it quickly. Tu en veux? Tu en veux? So, Anna, how would you say, yes, I want some of it, talking about the bread? I would say, uh, oui, j'en veux. Très bien. The je drops its e and it becomes j apostrophe and it becomes j'en veux. J'en veux. I want some of it, referring to the bread. Now, let's suppose we were talking about the ice cream. If I wanted to ask you, do you want some ice cream? Tu veux de la glace? Tu veux de la glace? And even though this is la glace, de la glace, it's feminine this time, I could equally say, tu en veux? Do you want some of it? Tu en veux? So, Anna, how would you say, yes, I want some ice cream? Uh, oui, je veux de la glace. Or, I want some of it, referring to the ice cream. Oui, j'en veux. Yeah. So, en doesn't change, regardless of whether it's masculine or feminine or plural things that we're talking about. It's, I want some of it, I want some of them, or depending on what it is you're referring to. Now, just like with e, we tend not to translate the en. So, rather than saying, yes, I want some of it, if you've just offered me some ice cream, I would just say, yes, I want some. Okay? We don't need to say the of it. Oui, j'en veux. Oui, j'en veux. Now, I'm actually thinking back to last summer when we were in Pornic, filming and recording some material for Coffee Break French, and we went to a place called the Fraiserie. Now, this is a kind of strawberry shop, but it's actually a place that made lovely ice cream. And I remember the lady in the shop offering me some of the fantastic strawberry ice cream that had just come, come fresh from the freezer or wherever it comes from. <laughs> and she said, Vous en voulez un petit peu? Vous en voulez un petit peu? So do you want a little? Vous en voulez? So she had the en in there. Vous en voulez un petit peu. Vous en voulez un petit peu. And I'm sure at the time I said, Oui, j'en veux, merci. Yes, I do want some of it. Thanks. So en is a really useful word, and it's another of these words that stands for something else. It's a pronoun. In this case, it means of it or of them. Now, Anna, can you remember what the word penser means? Penser means to think. That's right. So, for example, I could ask you, qu'est-ce que tu en penses? So, would that mean what do you think of, of it? Yeah, exactly. So, if we were talking about a film that you've seen recently, then we could say, alors, le film, qu'est-ce que tu en penses? Okay. Okay. Qu'est-ce que tu en penses? Qu'est-ce que tu en penses? So where is the en coming? It's coming before the verb. Exactly. Um, and if I were to say, what did you think of it? As in the film that you saw last night, what did you think of it? So it would be, qu'est-ce que tu en as pensé? Très bien. Qu'est-ce que tu en as pensé? Qu'est-ce que tu en as pensé? Très bien. So en... Here means of it. Again, qu'est-ce que tu en as pensé? What did you think of it? Qu'est-ce que tu en penses? What do you think of it? Now, another example of en would be when we're talking about what there is in the town. If, for example, I say, dans la ville où j'habite, il y a 
un supermarché. What does that mean? In the town where I live, there is a supermarket. Yeah, don't worry, I'm not going to sing. Dans la ville où j'habite, il y a un supermarché. Now let's think of that il y a, just a moment. Il y a, there's an i in there, isn't there? Yes, there is. So that i literally means there. So il y a, when we're talking about, for example, the village, le village, we could say il y a, he there has. Or, if we're really referring to the village, it there has. So if we say, il y a un supermarché, it's like saying, it there has a supermarket. So the village has a supermarket there. So il y a begins to make more sense, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Don't really worry about il y a, because, for example, when we're talking about the town, which is la ville, we don't say il y a. That kind of gets too complicated. But if il y a, if that helps you understand why we say il y a, then you can think of it that way. Now, I don't want to complicate things too much here. But Anna, I would like you to ask me how many supermarkets are there in the town where I live? So let's work out how you will phrase this question. There are how many supermarkets in the town where you live? Okay, so il y a combien de supermarché mm-hmm. dans la ville où tu, a, tu habites tu Très habites. bien, où, où tu habites. <rire> okay. ok. Il y a combien de supermarchés dans la ville où tu habites Ok. I'm going to answer this. And I'm going to answer it in two ways. Dans la ville où j'habite, il y a trois supermarchés. Ok, so straightforward. In the town where I live, there are three supermarkets. But I'm going to also try saying this. Dans la ville où j'habite, il y en a trois. What would that mean? In the town where I live, um, there are three of them. Yeah, exactly. So, il y en a trois. Putting an en in between il y and a. Il y en a trois. And notice what happens with the pronunciation of en there. Normally, en is quite a nasal sound. En. En. But when we say il y en a, that you sound the N again. Il y en a trois. Il y en a trois. Okay. And that's why you can say en Allemagne. En Allemagne. So, to Germany or in Germany. Because there is a vowel sound coming after the en. You don't need to say en Allemagne. That sounds a little strange. Just change it to en Allemagne. En Allemagne. Il y en a trois. Il y en a trois. Okay. So today we've looked at two small words, which are actually quite complicated, but once you get used to them, fairly easy to use in French. And if ever you come across both of these together, i and en, in a sentence, Remember that it's always in that order. It's always i first and then en, as in il y en a trois. I, then en. And we'll leave it there for just now. And that's where we're going to leave it today for this edition of Coffee Break French. Thanks for joining us and we hope it's been useful. You can join the Coffee Break French community on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakfrench 
and we're at Learn French on Twitter. Merci beaucoup et à bientôt. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com.